Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hey Lee, it's great to finally have a chat. I'm really excited ahead of this conversation as I believe we have a lot of common topics to discuss, obviously about sports betting and so on. But before we get into those details, uh, could you give me a rundown of your personal background, where you're from and where did you grow up? Yeah, absolutely. So thank you uh, for inviting me on. Um, feel slightly, slightly privileged, uh, which is good. Um, background for me, um, I think going back probably to my school days, which seems like a, a distant memory these days, um, I'd always been interested in a variety of different sports, um, particularly football or soccer, as some of our Z Code members uh, may call it. Um, and it used to be something that I'd maybe do a a tag team accumulator or something like that with some friends. Um, but then sort of quite quickly realized that um, you didn't get any any bookmakers that were uh, exactly short short of cash. So um, I think after quite after quite a while of um, trying to trying to win big on accumulators, I realized that maybe that wasn't the best way. Um, I actually sort of stumbled across uh, matched betting um, and utilising the the bookmakers' offers uh, for bonuses or free bets. I managed to build up quite a um, a half-decent-sized bank. Um, But the downside to matched betting is... Once you've taken all the uh, all the welcome offers, um, it's quite quite difficult unless you're waiting for new bookmakers to open um, to, um, to to keep that sort of going. Really, um, so I've sort of gone from match betting into into trading courses, uh, and then sort of concentrating really now on on value betting and just some different techniques, really. The things that you just mentioned, it's fair to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're from the UK, right? Yes. Yeah, South Coast in the UK. (laughs) So they're very common. There's a lot of advertisements for match betting. There's a lot of um, offers from bookmakers, and there's a lot of bookmakers available. You definitely have nice selection of where you wanted to bet. You could definitely get your money on pretty much anything, whether it's, uh, you know, you can get your money on pretty much anything in the UK. Yeah, I think that's the the, the beauty of it, really. And uh, again, with match betting, because you're covering all the all the outcomes, um, obviously using the bookie for one side, and then I was laying off the... Um, um, the other side of the bet using Betfair or BetDuck or Matchbook, oh. one of the one of the exchanges. So it's one of those where you you can quite quickly uh, easily uh, get back about seventy percent of the value of the free bet, um, and then really it's a, it's quite a good way to um, to build up that bank bank balance. And I suppose if you've got lots of uh, friends that or that are not so interested in sport, then you could always sort of help them out to do that and build your balance as well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. 
do you have much experience with bad firm, bad deck, and all those um, other sort of like trading, uh, sports trading websites? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, again with the books, and I don't, I think it's probably less common in the in the in the states um, or in Asia, for example. The limits are a lot higher, whereas um, apart from bet three six five, really. Um, it's it's quite difficult if you're profitable or even if you're not profitable but you're still finding value selections um if you take advantage too often of the misaligned odds that the bookmakers set they they quite quickly sort of tag your account and lower the limit um and i've had so many so many accounts over the years that they were they won't let me put them more than like one pound on or 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 something like that and they take away all the bonus offers so you can't i was sort of pushed into not using the bookies um uh, and going on the exchanges and I, I, I still sort of prefer that now to be honest i've hardly got any accounts that i can use um so it's either an option really of going down the line of using a, a broker in asia to get um to get bets on or, or using the exchanges and apart from that I can't I can't really place any bets anymore. One question I have is obviously there's a lot of people uh, that listen to this podcast that have no idea what an exchange is so how would you describe an exchange compared to a standard bookmaker in your own words? Okay, so um, it's a good question. Um, so on an exchange, you're basically so a traditional bookmaker would take your bet, uh, and you're going to be say let's say for example it's in a tennis match. I'll use that because it's an easier example because there's only two outcomes. The you've got Federer against Nadal, so one of them's going to win even if it goes to a tiebreak. Um, so if you are if you were betting with a bookmaker on Nadal, you're going to be hoping that Nadal is going to win. On the exchange, you've got the option uh, to lay Nadal, so therefore you're you're going to get um, get your cash back if if he doesn't win. Uh, and the same with football, you could lay the draw if you wanted to. But the difference is the bookie, if you're placing a normal bet, is always going to want. Um, your selection not to win, um, but you sort of covering, you potentially can cover different angles with the exchange, uh, but the reason why you'd never get banned from an exchange is you're playing against other people. Um, so they, what happens if you win, uh, if you win a trade with your selection, then um, the, the exchange will take a commission normally between two and 5% of your, your profit. So for that reason, they don't really care who wins because they're going to get a winning commission off whoever wins, me or whoever I'm trading against, really. All right. So that's an elaborate example of availabilities you have in the UK in terms of you know the markets and the, the bookmakers. I can definitely tell that you're very passionate about sports. So my next question would be to find out how did you get into sports betting as a whole? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always been a, a massive football fan. Um, I do like tennis as well. Uh, and I've always been interested in horse racing. So 
Um, I'm at the moment looking into some different different angles um, on, on on trading, particularly around exchanges. Um, but yeah, I think I first sort of got into that as a result of watching lots lots of football matches and trying to work out what was going to happen. And uh, in the UK, we have something called the pools, which is like you can uh, select a certain amount of draws and things like that. It's like like the lottery a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to predict what's going to happen. Um, so I used to play. I used to play that um, at, at a young age, and then in um, horse racing, we have like the Grand National, where there's forty odd horses that uh, all compete against each other. And I always used to do quite well, sort of writing down a short list of maybe three horses, and, and I used to be sort of quite quite happy if I'd have got like the winner or maybe a, fir- uh, a second or a third as well so it just sort of went 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 from there and just really to do with the love of love of sport so you mentioned second or third so people would immediately assume that you lost the bet but you got very close but in well at least this part of the world in in Europe you have something called uh, you... each way each way exactly that's what that's what i was thinking of <laughs> so you still get some money back regardless whether um the horse comes first or third or sometimes even fourth i believe right yeah well even past that i mean some bookies um would pay on the grand national I, I think it's about 40 horses that run um so you'd get your full full price back if if you're a winner or each way how that works is it just you'd you'd you would split the stake so that half the stake is on the win and the remaining half goes on the place. Um, and then what they do is, uh, depending on the size of the field and the race, um, they would give you like maybe a quarter of the odds back if your horse was placed second, third, fourth, fifth or whatever. Sometimes it's even six on the Grand National. So all these bookies compete against each other and they're trying to entice uh, punters to place their business with them so they quite often have some uh, quite lucrative um, offers on the place market if you're if you if you're lucky to be able to still have a, a bookie account that accepts bets from you of course <laughs> and even still when you get a really small portion of the actual odds you can still win quite a bit of money on each way because uh, the odds are really high we can probably talk about 75 to 1 or 100 to 1 yeah i'd say still get a nice chunk of money regardless all right so moving on to the next question obviously we went from being interested in sports betting to now you're basically part of the zico community so i wonder how how you found it and how did you get into it and why did you choose it um so going from sort of match betting to doing a bit of uh, arbitrage as well um and then sort of stumbled across um z code really i'd I'd sort of moved around trying to trying to find some kind of consistency which is obviously uh pretty pretty difficult but uh given that a, a very large percentage of people don't make any uh any money in betting or trading um, and it was a good good few years ago, actually, that I managed to find Z-Code. I did a, did a trial, I think it was like 
seven dollars or something like that for for a few days um and i remember um logging on for the first time uh and thinking um how much information there was and i was sort of <laughs> there's so much here it's brilliant but i wasn't quite i was slightly confused as to <laughs> as to where where to start there's so many different good tools that you can use and um I think the community page is fantastic. Everybody sort of gets on really, really well, and you can post questions on there that you're not sure about. So for people that uh, are new to Zcode, it's it, it's good. You can follow different people as well. And even though you're one of the newer members, you post pics yourself, and you're very renowned for your live pics. Why do you? Why why do you choose to play bets live rather than pre-game? What's the benefit for you there? I, I I quite so often what I'll do is I'll um I'll look at stats and I'll look at particularly goal times as well. So I'll be looking, for example, either playing uh, the first half of a match, so betting on the over zero point five goals towards the end of um, till the towards the end of the first half. Normally, from twenty five minutes onwards, uh, so you have got sort of like a twenty minute window to to get a goal. Um, I'll always wait until the odds are at a certain a certain level, um, normally over evens or two point zero. Um, and the same later on in a game as well. So I'll be looking to see what kind of strike rate or probability um, the the teams that are playing against each other have got of scoring a first half goal or a second half goal, um, uh, and and then sort of building in the odds to that to find out where where I can get the value really. So I like. I don't know. I've got something where I, I I like the odds to always to be over evens. It's it's like I've got some kind of odds OCD or something on that. I have to make sure it's right. <laughs> and when it comes to choosing leagues, do you have any preferences, or you just go wherever you see the value? Yeah, exactly. Just wherever the value is. It may be that we're we're looking at. It's it's, it's normally not necessarily the 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 high the like Serie A and the Premiership and stuff like that, you can often seek out some value in in the lower leagues. But the not uh, probably the the downside to the lower leagues is often the stats are not there. Um, they're not as freely available as the as the mainstream leagues. So therefore, it's more difficult to work out the percentages and the probability, and therefore the value. Mm-hmm. So. As far as the system goes, what sort of system do you run, and how does it work? Okay, so um, for the for the in in play um, for the in play method, either first or second half, I'll have a um, a short list on a daily basis, um, and what I would do then is if um, any of those games get to a certain stage where the odds hit and there's not yet been a goal um then i would be be happy to make a selection from that shortlist um so i've also got some i've got like a an alert that would kick in and beep on my phone um and then i know that the the match has got to the required odds the the minutes might be different so it may be 
30 minutes, which gives us 15, uh, 15 minutes to go plus injury time. But I know that when my phone alerts me, that the odds have gone over even. So normally there's a slight delay on that. So the odds may be uh, a little bit better, which is good. Right. So, so that's one of the systems, right? You, yeah. You also have pregame bets. Yeah. So um, again, it was something that I was looking at um, where I sort of create um, another shortlist and sort of uh, be uh, again picking odds uh, or picking games where um, I'd managed to find um, some value in the selections, um, and then from there, sort of staggering staggering um different games throughout the day so using a progression basis to accumulate the units mm -hmm. i remember you mentioning the other day that well sadly because of the the lack of time and you basically cannot commit as much um during this period but you also specified that there is there are specific requirements for the bets that you place and these requirements can be sort of observed by by pretty much anyone and automated in a in a way that you know there are specific rules and if you just follow them you'll be able to place the bets yourself without having you to release them. Is this based on? Well, can you can you run me through on the the requirements for these bets? Yeah, so I'd be looking for again if I use the first half um, first half picks as as an example. Um, the 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 information again for the for the main sort of leagues, I would normally be looking for um, percentages, certain percentages of goals that happen either for or against um, the teams that are involved. Um, so. I, again, you can play around with the parameters and see what kind of results for back testing um, you, you'd get. Um, but I'd normally look at, be looking around 75 to 80 percent chance of a first half goal for teams individually, and then looking to see how many they concede as well. Um, you can often get head-to-head -head records as well. And uh, again, it's sort of individual. It's sort of up to the individual to how much you you, you take into consideration, um, filtering the results. But I'd normally be looking for a 75 to 80 percent chance of a, a first half goal with the um, with those two teams that are playing combined. So you do like the stats quite a lot. All of your bets are pretty much based on. A, a revolve around the stats it's themselves. So I wonder what tools do you use to to analyze these matches before you make selections or um, shortlist them? Yeah, so the the, the new soccer bud, soccer buddy um, tool is is good. Um, scores predictor as well, um, and just general 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 sort of research collating results. And I used um, some data uh, some data that I collect myself along with that. Okay. And do you use any tools outside of the community as well? I'm presuming you have to set notifications on your phone and that it must be coming from a specific app. Yeah, so I've got the apps and that saves me time, something I don't really uh, get too much with of with work. Um, so it's, yeah, it just makes my life easier that I get alerted when um, there's games on that reach a certain criteria or a point in the match where the odds hit 
if it's so it may be that I'm selecting games um, from my shortlist. I'll put them into the alert system and then I can tell the alert system to notify me on my phone uh, if the match is nil nil after um, if it's between 60 and 70 minutes, it's nil nil um, and the odds are over to uh, 2.0 for for a goal, something like that as an example. I know you may not have much time right now, so let's just say this question is a lot more broad than it is. Uh, but I'm going to ask you, are you working on any, any systems right now at the moment? Um, thinking, yeah. Tinkering with stuff? <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I'm, I'm sort of sort of laughing, laughing because I, I just posted something a moment ago, actually, looking at um, the half-time score markets and... Um, I'm probably going to be playing around with that for the rest for the rest of the evening, I should think. So, what I was looking to find is games that have got a uh, a good chance of a goal, um, but not not like a goal fest. So basically, I'm gonna um, look. Have, I'll play around with it this evening, I think. But um, basically, backing uh, the one nil, the two nil. The nil one, the nil two, and the one one. So basically, if there's one goal scored, or there's not three or more, so one or two goals, and you're covered. So I'm going to sort of uh, select games that look like they might be quite evenly matched, uh, and then look to cover five different scores. And then from the ones that I'm playing around with at the moment, I'm looking to get back around uh, 70% of the, the stake. So it might be quite interesting to look into that. And you should be able to use that um, with bookmakers and on the exchange as well. All right, cool. Let us know how that how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I will do. And you didn't mention football quite a lot, given it's your main sport. But at the same time, you've talked about playing with numbers for other sports. Do you see yourself perhaps making a system around any other sport in the near future? Yeah. Um yeah, that's fine. Uh most mostly horse racing, tennis. Um I do, I do like my in in play bets as uh, as I know you you know already. Mm. Um tennis the the market swings um swing swings a lot and I think probably it's something that you have to be watching at the same time. Um again today I've I've, I've done a couple of horse races um which have gone well um but with the horse horse racing i tend to dutch the bets um which for the benefit of anybody that doesn't know what dutch betting is it's basically splitting um splitting bets across a number of selections um which guarantees the same amount back obviously if, if it's successful okay so as the final question of this podcast, I was going to ask you about automation, automating the systems. I believe you have some spreadsheets that you run yourself, as you previously mentioned. Yeah, you, you have a lot of uh, tools that you use, but have you tried sort of combining it into uh, automated signals? Um, no, I've not actually. And I was actually sat last night having a look at Sports Trader for the first time. So 
um, there may be um, maybe maybe something I can do on there with a bit of guidance, probably. Yeah, definitely. If you have any ideas, you can always pass them on to the to the team at Zico. The Zlab okay. team is very active in terms of taking ideas from people and developing around it. So there is, you know, people have a lot of ideas and some of them can actually come to fruition in terms of actual development behind it. So if you ever have any ideas, you know, the soccer body is already there, but there's always ways to improve it. So do let us know if you have any ideas and um, they will be definitely reviewed and perhaps we'll, you know, <laughs> come to some sort of improvement in the tools as well. It's really okay. nice to know that, you know, you, you brought uh, some something new to Zico in terms of live betting on, on football. Of course, there is there are other guys doing it at the same time, but your system is very unique in, term, in your approach and your analysis. So thank you for your time today in the podcast and um, I wish you best of luck with it. <laughs> no worries and thanks for having me, Jake. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.